Welcome to Cordell and Cordell's Men's Divorce Podcast, moderated by managing partner and CEO Scott Trout, bringing you information for guys before, during, and after divorce, and everything related to family law. This podcast is not to be taken as legal advice, and no attorney-client relationship is established. Hey, welcome back to the Men's Divorce Podcast. I'm Scott Trout, CEO, Managing Partner, Cordell & Cordell. As usual, we're going to bring information and topics that uh, you have interest in, that you always have questions. If you've ever joined our virtual town hall, we just had one this week, where you could log in and ask questions live and get answers. And a lot of these podcast topics are really stem from questions that you all have. And we want to kind of dig a little bit deeper into the topic and really educate and inform. Again, it's not legal advice. We can't do that. Uh, as I always caution, the best place for that is a consultation. And interestingly enough, that's what we're going to talk about today. And I'm joined by Kelsey Daniels up in Edina, Minnesota. Welcome. Hi, good morning, Scott. Thanks for joining. So consultation, it's funny we use that word freely or initial consult. Uh, it's just an appointment, right? That you want to set. Right. And it's an appointment that you set with a firm if you have a legal issue and you want to get some basic information about how you can proceed and potentially get assistance. Yeah. And it's one of those things that I stress frequently during podcasts and virtual town halls. It really is the best use of time to gather information, to get direction, to, to kind of lay out your specific facts because everyone's case is different. You know, it's always, well, my brother's friend got divorced and this happened to his case. And it, you know, I tell, I said in the uh, virtual town hall this week that I could present the same facts to the same judge 10 times and get 10 different results. It, it's just a unique nature of family law. And that's what makes an initial consultation so important. And I guess let's kind of break it down. Um, it's really, how does the client prepare? I mean, that's the question they're saying, okay, great. What do I do? Do I show up? Do I bring anything? What do I do? What's kind of some of the advice when you have a client and you're going to say, okay, here's what you need to do to prepare to make this the best use of time. Sure. So I think the first stage is really gathering information, right? What information do you have that you could bring to that initial consultation that's going to help the attorney that you're meeting with understand the issue and potentially your case, right? Yep. So if you already have a case that's in progress or say you're looking to modify an order, for example, bringing copies of that order is a great idea because an order to an extent is kind of a roadmap for where you've been. And so you the attorney that you're meeting with can look at that order, review it with you and give you some ideas for potentially how you could move forward. Maybe, for example, you just got served with divorce papers and you're wondering about how you can proceed. Well, it's helpful to bring those with you to that initial appointment to review yeah. uh, with the attorney and the attorney can give you an idea of how to proceed. And, you know, other ideas are financial documents. Um, if you're beginning a, a divorce matter, you know, maybe tax statements, bank statements, things like that. Just some of those foundational documents that could be helpful in starting that discussion with an attorney. Yeah, I mean, I think that's a really great piece of advice in terms of judgments, documents, pleadings, whether it's a final order or you're in the middle of the case, it's the instruction manual. I mean, in some things are so critical about how uh, your judgment, your d divorce decree is worded, whether it's child support, maintenance, custody, property division. It is in the art of the draft or in that contract. It is a contract. And, we, and to some extent, I mean, there's obviously external laws, factors, statutes that can apply, 
But bringing everything in and being organized is so key. I mean, I've had consults from someone who doesn't bring anything to a consult where someone brings a binder, a three ring binder tabbed, organized with every conceivable thing because, you know, in terms of income and statements, and that's equally important too, pay stubs, tax returns, you know, what's the value of my retirement account? Because it'll, it really, I think, and curious what you think, it facilitates a really good strategy. Now, keep in mind in, in an hour, you're not going to formulate everything, but it at least gives us down the path. It's like a I go in for my doctor and a wellness check and they, they start gathering, you know, I was there. Okay. Tell me about this. Tell me about this. How are you feeling here? What's this symptom? And it's almost like a checklist so that they can guide you down the right path. Right. And I think sometimes it's just the easiest way to get to the root of the question, right? You know, say someone has a question about a specific term in their divorce decree. Well, having that divorce decree to refer to is the easiest way to answer that question. So Mm -hmm. bringing those foundational documents, always a great idea and a great way to prepare for that initial consultation. You know, deadlines, I I always cringed at the, the clients who schedule consult and they have court tomorrow. You know, and or and it's a final trial. I mean, that creates its own issues of whether or not we can even prepare and, and enter. But deadlines are important. Know your deadlines. When were you served? Right. You want to know those exact when did the sheriff hand you that paperwork? So we know the timeline. Every state's different. Missouri, it's 30 days. It could be different in Minnesota. You know, that, that's important, too. Right. Right. Those are vitally important. So um, you want to think about that and maybe even take some notes for yourself in terms of when you were served those documents so that um, you can get accurate information about what your important upcoming deadlines are going to be on your case. And, you know, if you did decide to retain the firm, that's also important for us to know. So we know from from the get go where we need to jump in on the case and in what time frames. Yeah. And, you know, then probably the I don't want to say it's the most important piece of information, but I think it's so critical is to kind of know your goals. Um, divorce, you know, for, and there's modifications and contempts, and, and but really, I would say divorce, there's no winners. It's degrees of losing. And I know that's, that's a tough message, but think about it from the perspective of when you walk in the door and, and when then you leave court, you're going to leave with less than what you have, no matter what. You're not getting 100% of the marital assets and 100% of the custody. I mean, you may be on the custody side, but it is. So maybe outlining your goals. What What is it, you know, prioritizing? This is most important to me. Some, you know, people I meet with, hey, my pension, I don't care what else I give up. Don't touch my pension, you know, divide it elsewhere. So goals and are really important, right? Well, I would agree. I think that, you know, even before going into an initial consultation with an attorney, it can be really helpful to sit down and do some goal setting based on the circumstances that you have in front of you, right? Because that's oftentimes a discussion that I have with folks in those initial meetings. We'll get some initial information about the case. I'll get some facts. And then I'll say, all right, now understanding all of this, what are your goals? Right. Yeah. What do you want to achieve? And so if you've if you've done some planning and, and thoughts surrounding that, and you know, we can have a discussion of I understand, you know, this may be what your wife is asking for for custody and parenting time. What are your goals and what do you think about that? Um, yeah. so that that's a really important thing to consider before going into those meetings. You know, I've asked a lot of clients and consults and and a question that I think they sometimes have a difficult time answering, but I leave them with that and I said, look, it's it's I want to make sure that I can fulfill kind of your expectations. So I say, you know, after the case is over, whether it's a year, when you walk out that door, when we're completed, when you look back, what's going to determine that this was a success and me representing you? 
And that makes them really think critically. Now, right, I mean, I, I'm here you know, to temper some expectations. I'm not going to be able to achieve that. Let's talk about reality. Let's talk about a wish list. I, I think having realistic expectations, whether it's a doctor, I always, you know, I'm famous for relating law to, to medicine. And that is if I'm going in and I know I have uh, some sort of disease, okay, what can you do for me? You know, is this something treatable? Is this something curable? Let's have expectations and know here's the plan. Let's follow the plan and see where we are. And at the end of the day, if my goal is to just extend my life, okay, uh, you know, I'm not going to expect to be cured because we know that maybe it's not curable kind of thing. And I think that's just that relationship of honesty and direct, you know, is, is so important that so that there's no surprises. I mean, there will be, but really no surprises in our representation. Yeah, I, I 100% agree with that. I think those conversations about goals are important, you know, and then inserting that legal advice into those discussions so that um, you can be realistic about those goals, which, you know, may shift and change as the case progresses as well. Um, yeah. So those are important conversations to have um, during that initial consultation, you know, and, and getting feedback from the attorney that you're meeting with um, in terms of, like I said, how realistic those goals may be going forward. Yeah, and you're right. Things will change, no doubt, over time, whether it's, you know, I've got a case now because of COVID, it's uh, on the two-year mark, which is just insane. You know, 30 years ago when I started practicing, it wasn't unusual for cases to be three to five years. And then thankfully the court system changed and it was a year. And now we're kind of back to this whole delay. And obviously our clients' expectations, goals have changed because of a lot of things over time. But I think equally important is before you, the client, come in the door, is you're going to meet with Kelsey is, is have a list of questions, you know, and, and no question's a dumb question. And so write them all out, bring them in. It's okay to have a folder of questions like you're in an interview and you are interviewing someone who's going to partner with you in the most important time of your life. So the list of questions is huge. Right. I think that's essential. You know, spend some time before you go into that meeting, making a list of the questions that you really want answered and that are most important to you. I always make sure that I ask um, people that are coming to us for initial consultations multiple times throughout that meeting if they have any questions. And, and at the end, any if there are any questions that are left unanswered that I can take care of um, before we conclude the meeting, because, you know, we want to make sure that we're answering any questions that 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 you do have um, in the time that we have um, together. Yeah. And then I think lastly is really just get to know the attorney you're meeting with, right? And get to know maybe the support staff that you're going to be working with and, and making sure choice of a lawyer is like a choice of a doctor. You know, you're looking for someone, you're placing everything in their hands when you need them most, and you need to have that level of trust. And I think particularly when I look back, you know, in terms of when I make recommendations, and there are wonderful lawyers across the country in your city, in your you know state who do a general practice. They do a little bit of everything or they do a few things. I particularly think focusing on one area, uh, you know, I, in my history, I've done a lot of areas of the law. And for the last 27 years, I've been focusing only on family. And I think that to me, when you, the client, are trying to learn a little bit more about the firm and the attorney, someone who focuses exclusively on family law to me is really important because you, you know one thing really well. 
Right. I would agree with that. I think that provides a lot of value in that Cordell specifically only does domestic relations. So you know you're going to be working with an attorney that really specializes in that area and that is their primary focus. Um, They're not going to have any other general practice topics that they're working on as part of their practice. And your attorney is going to be very well versed in any family law specific issue that you bring. Yeah. Well, any parting thoughts for recommendations for clients? You know, as they're thinking about a consultation about ready to schedule one in preparation, uh, anything they should note? You know, I would just say don't hesitate to reach out um, and schedule initial consultation um, for general advice about any family law related matter um, that you have. Um, and, And my best advice is just do those planning pieces before you go ahead and schedule so that you can make the best of your time during that meeting. Kelsey, thanks for uh, information and kind of opening the door to understand what this consultation, we just talk about it as if everyone understands what it is, but preparation is key. So thanks for joining. Thanks so much, Scott. Well, as uh, she mentioned, hey, schedule a consultation. We're available. We have offices around the country, including the United Kingdom. And you can go to our website, cordellcordell.com. You can schedule a consult right from the website. Don't have to pick up the phone if you don't want to. Calendar's right there. The dates in the city, you put in your zip code. It'll locate the closest office to you, and you'll have a selection to choose from. It's very easy to do so. You can do it, or you can pick up the phone if you want to talk to someone, 866-DADS-LAW. But check it out, cordellcordell.com. That's the place to make a consult. Get more information about the firm. Go to our YouTube channel as well. You can find all the virtual town halls and subscribe to the podcast on Apple iTunes so you're alerted every time we drop one. So until next time, have a great week.